The Ray Pfeiffer Foundation Golf Classic, which is presented by the Mark Cuban Foundation, will be June 10th. And joining us to promote it right now is the Mavs owner, who you also see on Shark Tank, among other things, Mark Cuban. Mark, this is Mike Francesa in New York on WFAN. Welcome. Thank you. And I know who you are. You don't have to tell me. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, tell me, uh, how did you get connected with this uh, with this golf classic, which is pretty close on Long Island here, Lake Success, right right near me? Uh, uh, how did you get connected with this? So it, it starts with Shark Tank. Um, the the young family, Kaylee and Christian, and the little sister, a dear, I forget her, her name, but they came on um, Shark Tank with a product their dad um, had invented called Cupboard Pro. Wow. Unfortunately, their dad, who was a fireman um, and had worked um, at the World Trade Center and worked around 9-11, passed away from cancer three months prior to them coming on the show. And it just was just a tear-jerking, heartwarming, tear-you-apart moment on the show. And so all five sharks got together, invested in the company, and we helped them renovate the product some, got it into Williams-Sonoma just recently, got them out so they could make, make enough to meet all the demand. And as part of all that, there was um, an event at the New York Fire Department where we got to meet the chief and a bunch of other folks, and they honored um, Kaylee and her family. And so as part of that, I met the folks that were putting on the golf tournament, and they reached out to me and like, can you help us? And I'm like, yeah, I'd love to help you, and that's, that's how the great. whole thing got connected. And I will give everybody the details and where they can help and where they can uh, join in and sponsorship and get involved with everything. We'll send some stuff over from the uh, from the fan here, and, and we'll get involved too. That'd so uh, that is June 10th, the uh, Ray Pfeiffer Foundation Golf Classic, which will be at the uh, Village Club of Lake Success in New York. I'll give you all the details when we finish with Mark because I want to spend a couple of minutes with Mark on some other things. Um you mentioned Shark Tank. You know, it's funny. Yep. I think Shark Tank has been the best thing in the world for you because people saw you sitting behind a Maverick bench screaming and yelling and yep. whining. And <laughs> yep. then they see you on Shark Tank, which I religiously watch. My kids love it. I'm telling you. The, and it's a great educational show for the kids. And now they run yep. it on CNBC every night, hour after hour. Yep. And my kids who are uh, 12, 14, and 14 love the show. Absolutely love it. We watch That's it all awesome. the time. And you have such a sweet side to you on that show. You're such a nice guy. You have such a heart of gold. You come off as such a different person. That show has been great for your image. Yeah, it's good editing. But, yeah, you know, everybody's got something. When, when you know, during a Mavs game, I'm intense. Like, I still play pickup basketball. If there's a bad call, I don't yell. I don't scream. I'm not the parent that yells and screams at the refs at my kids' games. But during a Mavs game, you know, I, it's intense. And, and for whatever reason, that's where I let it all out. And, you know, and you're right. When I did Shark Tankers, you know, people started seeing me in a different light. And now most people know me for Shark Tank. So my brand's completely different. And, you know, I'm glad your kids watch because that's the whole reason I do And it show. is. And I tell you, it's educational. And, and, and I have an interesting question. I, I saw, sure. looking it up, that you've, you've put together on your and on the money you've invested, which for you is not a lot of money, uh, 18.8 million. It is for somebody else, but not someone with your success, but 18.8 million to, in these various products. Have you broken even on these products? Well, I'll, actually I'm up to about 22 million and yeah, I've, I've made, I've had a couple of deals that, that sold companies that sold. And so I've probably on an annual basis up about 20%. So I've, I've done pretty well. 
You know, you have. And what was just, your biggest yeah. product? What was your biggest product? My, my biggest deal was a company called Cycloramic. And so if you remember going back about five years, six years, they had this app that back when the iPhone had a, had a bottom be, a flat basil and you could just stand it up on a table, they wrote this, this app that made it spin around so you could create a panoramic picture. It was really cool until the iPhone changed their format and their look and it no longer works. So we pivoted them into computer vision, some high-end technology because they, they were really geeky. And then we, we found them a CEO who moved them into the car arena. And by continuing to develop this software, this computer vision software, they were able to create software so that when you went to a, a website that sold cars, you know, you can now spin it around, look, you know, click on a car, spin it around, open the doors, look on the inside. Well, they invented that and created that and recently sold it to Carvana for a lot of money. Oh, and good so, for them. oh yeah. So we killed it on that. And that's probably, that is my biggest deal. And I've had others, LA haunted hayride that sold rugged races that sold, um, I probably sold 10 companies and, just those 10 companies alone have more than made up for all my other investments. That's very good. We're talking with Mark Cuban, uh, and you, you're the good alter ego to Mr. Wonderful, too, so that's a good... You, you need both of you on the show, so it works It works very well. Yeah, I, the characters are very well defined. It really is. No, it's, it does... It works well. It really does. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's a very interesting show. Now let's get to the Mavs. Uh-huh. You know, you would have had a good season last year you you decided, hey, I'm going to go get Porzingis. We know him well here in New York. You knew yep. you had to wait for him. You got yep. a great kid who's going to be an all world player. He already is uh, yep. in in the Wonder Boy. He's had, and he had a great season. Let's uh, Doncic. So you got him. Tell us about Porzingis, how he's coming along, and what your vision is there. You know, I mean, New Yorkers got to see him play as much as anybody, and you know he's. He's called the unicorn for a reason. He's just got a unique skill set. He does. You know, he, he he likes to say he's always open because there aren't there's nobody else that size that can move like him and he can shoot from anywhere on the court. So, you know, he is always open. And as far as his health, I think, you know, if we were in the playoff hunt and it was, you know, five games left to move up in the standings, I think he might have come around to play. But, our, you know, Given we weren't, we stuck to the original plan. Um, but bottom line is, he's working hard. He's a great kid, and he'll be ready for the season for sure. Uh, that's yeah. And he and Doncic are going to be a heck of a tandem. I tell you, because it's going to be fun, isn't it? Yeah, it I, is. I can't you wait know, to you see guys are going to be really good. You know, you've always been good, and, uh, and this is true. You've been very good at putting pieces around your team. You've always been very good at that. This team with those two, and you're going to have a real, a real good heck of a team with those two. I mean, they're going you know, to be little, they're, they're, for a, a little long bit of time, luck, right? Yeah, it takes a little bit of luck because I mean, when we drafted Luca. I mean, we traded for him. You know, we traded up to get him. First, you have to have bad luck. Like in our case, we had the second worst record in the NBA that year, but we fell down to fifth, and the Kings popped up to second. So it took a lot of lucky things to go our way. And then we had to trade to get the Hawks pick. And even still, picking Luca, we we thought he'd be good. We just didn't think he'd be this good this early. I mean, at 19 years old, oh, he was great. To develop. Oh, he was. He was so much fun to watch. He's a yeah. Great kid. Great you know, talent. He loves the game. Has a great basketball IQ. He's, he's just a marvel. I hate. I don't like. This is an heresy, but they use his name. But he's got a lot of Larry Bird in him. He really does. I mean, he's got. You, you know what? You're not the first one to say that. I just he don't does. Want to jinx the kid. He does. I mean, he really is a wonderful player. I mean, he really is to have that to have that kind of year, 21 and seven and six in his first year. That's unbelievable. I mean, that's a, it it's an incredible un- season. Yeah, it was unbelievable, and he tailed off a little bit at the end. I think he could have even been better. So now for us, we've just got to work on his conditioning more, um, how he eats, nutrition. He's, you know, because when you're 16, 17, 18, like he was in Europe, and you're dominating, 
you know, your body's just a natural, right? You don't have to work on it. Now with an 82-game season and hopefully the playoffs coming, we have to, you know, educate him on how to eat, you know, just making sure that he takes care of his body, lifts weights to keep his strength up. Those are things, you know, every 20-year-old has to learn. No, and, you know, I, that's the goal for the summer. I know you like that stuff because my wife gets those bites that you push all the time. She gets them in the mail. She loves those <laughs> yeah. things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the Alyssa's cookies? Yeah, she loves them. She gets them in oh, the mail all the time. She loves well, them. Cool. You know yeah. what? That, that's also a great entrepreneurial story. That's my, my favorite product ever. This guy out of, out of um, Florida was living in his car. And he sent me these sample cookies and I opened up the cookie. It was like a big, big, big cookie. And I opened it up, just took a piece and it was great. Look at the nutrition stuff, you know, low in calorie, high in fiber, low in carbs. I'm like, oh my God, you know, protein added. But then when I went to take the whole cookie out, it would break apart. And so I met with this guy, invested in this company, about 40% of the company said, I'm going to help you. We went from selling these big cookies to turning them into those little bites because you don't have to worry about them breaking apart. This guy is going to do $20 million in sales and at least $8 million in profits just from all living out of his car. So thank your wife. It's a great story. I literally, I have him for breakfast every morning. I'm telling you, she loves him. She told me that. I told you you were coming on today. She said, tell him I get those all the time. I get them in the mail all the time. And she loves them. And, uh, and they're healthy and the whole thing. And you know, it's funny. Uh, when people see you now and they see Cuban and he's this and he's that and he's buying this and he's got that, they might not realize you were a guy who was from humble beginnings. You were a guy who banged oh. around, right? You were a guy who oh, yeah. went door to door. You're the guy who yeah. did all you, – you were a hustler when oh. you were a kid, right? Oh, man. I had to hustle. I had no choice. My dad did upholstery on cars. My mom just had odd jobs all the time. You know, it was – I mean, we weren't poor. We had, a, a you know, a nice middle-class existence, but – you know, my mom wanted made sure that I got trained in a trade. She had somebody um, teach me how to lay carpet. And so if you ever, like, are in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, tripping on a carpet, and you looked at it and said, who the hell did this? It was probably me. And, um, we, and, we, and then you went to Indiana, <laughs> right? And Broadcast.com yeah. was your big was your yep. big success, right? Well, you, got, you and yep. a couple other guys with Broadcast.com, right? Yeah, so in the mid-'90s, when nobody knew what streaming was, we're like, you know, we got to be able to come up with a way to listen to Indiana basketball. And by then, I had already built and sold a tech company. And so I was like, okay, let me see what I can put together. And so we literally started the very first streaming, or back then it was called Internet Broadcasting Company, to be able to listen to Indiana basketball. And then it just blew up, and we took it public and then sold it. Um, but it was, it was YouTube before YouTube and, and then some. Is it true that you have tried to get into baseball unsuccessfully a couple of times? Are you still interested yeah. in that? No, not still interested at all. Baseball has issues. But, um, yeah, I tried with the Cubs and with the Rangers, and both times I was told that it's not going to happen, we're not going to let you in. And so with the Rangers, we tried to get it through a bankruptcy court because they wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to stop me at that point. But that's been 10 years ago, and, you know, it, that ship has sailed. I, you know, my, I, it, it's hard enough now with three kids. You know what it's like. I yep. mean, my kids are 9, 12, and 15. And when they were little, you know, and I only had two of them and they're tiny, I'm thinking, oh, I can do this because their mom did all the work. <laughs> you know, now you know, I'm a lot more involved and I, I just would not have the time. Did you also try to, did you try to invest in the Mets once? Was, do I remember that? Is that no, true? No, that never happened. It wasn't People, true. Okay. I got, 
Yeah, I got the call. That's not true. Um, That's not true. No, not okay. true at all. Because that has been out there that you were one of those guys who was one of those guys trying to make a bid, and, and if, no. when the Mets put up their shares, you were not. That was right. not you. No, they contacted me. Whoever the broker was contacted me, and I, I never wanted to be a minority owner. I got contacted someone trying to sell some shares in the Yankees way back when, and yeah, I just never wanted to be a minority owner. Well, the uh, the Ray Pfeiffer Foundation Golf Classic and uh, sponsored by presented by the Mark Cuban Foundation will be June tenth. Like I said, when I finish with Mark, I'll give you all the uh, all the uh, information how you guys can be part of it on June tenth. Tell me this: uh, playoffs right now. Who yeah. do you like? Who do you like? Well, everything changed last night. Didn't it, it sure did. Yes. Uh, you know, so we'll see what's up with KD, but. You know, I, I would have, if you would have asked me last week, I would have said Portland could have been the wild card out of the West because Dame Lillard was just playing out of his mind. But he's, I, I still think they have a shot. But I think whoever, if Golden State, if Golden State doesn't have Kevin Durant, I still think they beat Houston. But I think they lose to whoever um, wins between Denver and Portland. And then I think that team loses to Milwaukee. All right. Listen, pleasure to have you on. Thanks very much. And we will promote the golf tournament for you. And please. And let me just put a quick plug there. Yeah, you know, we, we forget a lot of times because it's been, you know, 18 years since um, 9-11. And we forget about the people that worked and how they're still getting sick. Absolutely. And not only are they paying the price, but their families are paying the price. That's why I got behind the, um, the golf tournament. You know, Ray gave his life. Others are still giving there. So please get involved, support it. It, you know, people who really put their lives and everything that they are on the line for this country, we can't ever forget about them. Thanks very much. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. My pleasure. It Thank you.